Hello, aka Patters, and welcome to the 31 Days of Dread, Day 31, dropping on October 31st. I am all caught up. It's been a journey. A lot of setbacks this month, but we're completing our blocks, and we have 90s horror icon revivals ending with Wolf. Now, Wolf is directed by Mike Nichols, starring Jack Nicholson. A lot of people bash this movie. It also has Michelle Pfeiffer. That's right, the Catwoman's in this movie. I remember when this movie came out. Uh, it was it was somewhat heightened for its like sexuality. Uh, you know, like it, that was somewhat of a highlight of the movie. A lot like last year's Cat People. If you go back to Cat People, this movie echoes so much with uh, of like the mood and the idea of Cat People, but it's a better movie than Cat People. It's designed. It's awesome. Nearly perfect. Uh, we got Dallas just rummaging around though. So <laughs> let's hit that music. Let's hit that intro. And uh, let's just jump right to it. I absolutely, absolutely love the poster for this movie. It just screams early Photoshop, early graphic design. Um, you know, like... Or, or early what would become graphic design because uh, here we go coming up with a rain here uh, <laughs> graphic design was uh, when it was optical you know when you use optical cameras to to capture what the uh, designer would lay out on its proof or, or you know paper or, or whatever uh, you know like uh, you know, optically. And then graphic design, I feel like, really emerged into the culture and lexicon, two words I use a lot, maybe overusing, and <laughs> essentially uh, just became more prevalent and better and more available. And and this movie poster, and it's just awesome. It's like a split uh, face. You know, uh, you have, we have one side, Jack Nicholson, the other side, Michelle Pfeiffer. We have like a purplish sunrise you know or sunset right it's gotta be sunset and it, wolf is like in yellow so it's like per it's it's the los angeles lakers yellow it's just cool stuff and you know jack nicholson is a huge la lakers fan and you know like here here here's the funny thing jack nicholson mike nichols uh you know they have a history they go back to carnal knowledge carnal knowledge is when you're all-time movies just when it comes to uh sex of an age you know like what sex meant in an error and we have michelle pfeiffer who is um the uh maybe sex icon of her time completely beautiful uh you know still beautiful today i mean if you watch uh you know ant-man and and the wasp uh you know she is jane foster no not jane foster she's <laughs> she's one of those superheroes and and um you know she plays the original wasp it's still uh, like her look her appearance still holds up so, why, why we, why did I wait for this one? Well, look, <laughs> I had another movie planned for this, and it just didn't. Um, it it's off of Prime. I can't watch it, and I also skipped a day. And this year, I was moving in blocks. I wanted to block everything together and just do two movies that were related. And I thought it would just make the programming a little bit more challenging. So, <laughs> here we are. And I, I'm I'm fifty fifty on on if I should do like a like a redux day fifteen tomorrow on November first. And if I did that, it would be the Terminator 
because everything is Terminator Dark Fate now. It is getting reeked, raped, uh, strung through the coals, okay? Rape, probably the wrong word for that. But, um, but I feel like, you know, <laughs> I feel like when people dogpile on movies, I really feel like that. that's what's happening. I feel like there is a lot of effort that gets lost. And people just like to simplify it, and and you know they take on the high horse, and, and they they take down the movie. Speaking of the teardown, the universal teardown of Terminator Dark Fate, this movie somewhat had that. You know, it, this movie when it came out, it came out. Um, there was like a, a like a, an idea that this movie was violent and sexual. Like I said, a lot like Cat People from last year. The thing is, though, it is and it's not. Okay, uh, previous episode, I, I alluded to that Wolf had the perfect pairing with uh, with another movie. And it wasn't a horror movie. That movie is Basic Instinct. And, okay, that, the, the music alone for Basic Instinct and the music for this movie, it's, it's incredible. It really is. We, we have... And Nino Morioso, <laughs> I butchered that name. Okay, the music for Wolf. Uh, oh, it's a character of itself. It lends itself to so many more moments uh, when we're building into scenes and coming out of scenes. Now, when people go to Jack Nicholson's great performances, we have a lot. It's hard to rate this movie within Nicholson's performances. And when it even comes to Mike Nichols, our director, it's hard to put this movie in his uh, lineup. Because, you know, this guy, it's, it, look, it's, it, it's nonstop. It's, it's not only nonstop hits, it's nonstop great or solid movies. Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? The Graduate. Catch-22. Carnal Knowledge. Day of the Dolphin. I'm just going through movies of his that I've seen. Silkwood. Heartburn. Biloxi Blues. Working Girl. Postcards from the Edge. Regarding Henry. Wolf. The Birdcage. Primary Colors. Closer. Charlie Wilson's War. That was his last movie. Mike Nichols died in, in 2014. R.I.P. Maester. Genius. One of the best of his time, arguably within, um, you know, like pound for pound, maybe one of the, uh, easily one of the best all time, top ten filmmaker right here. So, what's the idea? How does someone so decorated, two people so decorated? How does Jack Nicholson and how is like why would they land in Wolf, nineteen ninety four? Why would they land in Wolf? Because this movie is not about a wolfman. This is a movie about a character. Jack Nicholson. Randall. Will Randall. <laughs> According to Wikipedia, Will Randall. The beginning of the movie, he gets bit by a wolf. And he slowly gets his life back. He slowly gains control over his life. This guy is complacent. He becomes an animal within society and because so, 
is able to get control of his wife. He has a cheating wife. He's getting robbed out of his job. He works for a publisher. Uh, the young bucks are 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 throttling him or, or marching all over him. And he's going to get it back. The young buck in this movie, masterfully played by James Spader. And then, you know, we, we get into some murders. Jack Nicholson, you know, runs through uh, Times Square a couple times, kills a couple, you know, like all these things you expect. Jack Nicholson doesn't turn into a werewolf. He is just a hairy version of Jack Nicholson, which is fine. It's perfect. That's what this movie needs. And then we have to hit the third act. We, you know, uh, we need resolution. We got to wrap it up. I really hate third acts in movies. Because this movie wants to be a drama. This movie wants to be uh, even a little bit of social commentary. Oh, let me... Um, give me one second. I'm so sorry about that. Uh, I was watching a documentary called Swiped. You know, the age of online dating. And when, it's so annoying when you watch it on Xfinity, which is Comcast. It's a Comcast thing. Uh yeah, it it goes right into television if you pause it. Like it goes into whatever you're, and you know I don't watch TV, so it, anyway, yeah. So the third act of this movie, we need a resolution. Uh, we need Jack Nicholson to come out on top. So they kind of wedge James Spader to be another werewolf who's setting up Jack Nicholson, kills his, you know, his wife or his estranged wife or his separated wife. And then, you know, in a horse barn in Michelle Pfeiffer's estate, her daddy's house, because her daddy is the one who bought Jack Nicholson's uh, book company and wanted to fire him. They, uh, James Spader and Jack Nicholson get into a wolf-on-wolf fight, which is like, you know, like, it's, it's good, you know, like, it, it, it is what it is, and, you know, like, we're kind of left with a crime scene that is just, uh, non, like, it's, how would you, how would Michelle Pfeiffer explain any of this away? But the point, though, is that uh, along the way, she also gets bitten. And, that, you know, the, the hook at the end of this movie is very much like Cat People. Uh, it, it, like, yeah, I would really, like, I think Cat People and Wolf is, is another fantastic pairing. But it's, uh, you know, like, uh, we have this idea that the, the, the animal inside of us uh, guides us, uh, becomes us. And her and him are closer at the end of this movie because they're they're linked, and it's a solid ending. Uh, it's somewhat romantic. Uh, I think it works. Uh, the third act of this movie hurts. It really does, but it's still entertaining. You know, like the the the, the characters, the drama within. You know, like the drama with Jack Nicholson's work, the uh, detectives trying to unravel. A little bit of what's happening. You know, they're sniffing around, pun intended, Jack Nicholson. And it, it it's kind of like... There's enough momentum to carry you through the third act. And I, that is by design. And that is from a master storyteller. You know, look, Mike, Nicholson's has, uh, Mike Nicholson has a huge stage background. Uh, he knows to kind of let these actors do their thing. Yeah, one one might say breathe. He lets these actors breathe. 
and you know we're we're interested enough going into the third act this by no means is a horror movie standard of a third act this third act could be uh, you know like a courtroom drama it could be a interrogation scene i think it would work just the same but this movie also defines uh the wolfman you know like it, it's it's this idea um you know it's it's simpler it's more it's less uh violent it's not uh, it's more abstract see like everything else is like you transform into giant wolf guy and you you start lopping off heads no no uh, you know some of the horror you know like the reasons why these movies are horror they're classified is because they 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 kind of uh, they view into like the twisted psyche the twisted humanity uh, the the hubris of us and the uh, decisions we make and the circumstances put upon us and, and a lot of times it's unfair and it's hurt and it hurts and it's hurtful you know this movie is all about that you know I think the ideas and the themes of this movie are the deepest of all of the Wolfman movies you know uh, it, it's not like I said, it's not this glossy uh, American werewolf in London like transformation scene or anything. Uh, the, uh, the transformation stuff in this movie or the transformation moments are meaningless to the characters. And I think that's where it becomes important. And, you know, and it becomes 90s. It becomes like a bigger idea. It becomes more than what it should be. That's a lie what 90s filmmaking was all about. And this is why we do the 31 Days of Dread. This is why you, you're you listening to me now on AKA Pads Audio Audacity Podcast. Because we're about figuring this stuff out. The long form conversation and dedicating ourselves to these movies to where we have to watch them more times. Now, I sat down and, I, and one, one of these things I've been doing. I, I said this a couple episodes ago. <sighs> like why do i not like this movie why do i why do i think differently about this movie and you think and you're like you know what i don't even remember the plot of this movie i barely remember what happens i remember a few scenes let me go back in fresh okay and and re-explore it and usually you know like you see it differently now it was the same with Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, where like every time I sat down with that movie, I'm like, why do I not like this movie? Because everyone says Mary Shelley's Frankenstein is is blah, uh, you know, and and you, you go in and you're thinking it's blah, and and you're like, holy crap, this this movie is so complete, deep Shakespearean, perfect, you know, and and people are like, Pete, you say everything's like perfect, and it's, look, that's that's yes and no, that's true and false. When I say something's perfect, I don't mean that it's flawless. You know, I mean it, it, it executes on the level of like art where, you know, we're involved, we're invested, it moves us. Uh, we do a brain dump. It, it, you know, cinema has its its claws in us. You know, that's really how I classify a perfect movie. Now, some movies are perfect. Field of Dreams, Exorcist, I got a list for those. But, you know, Wolf is worth checking out it's worth studying you know just for the music alone this is one of the great score great score check it out wolf signing off for the 31 days of dread day 31 thank you so much for joining me with this this year everyone 
thank you because we're trending up on all the networks that I can tell we are. <laughs> it's hard to tell with some of them. Uh, and that's why I love doing this too because I love the listens. But no, 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 no. I do this because I really do have a love for movies and I do appreciate uh, every one of you. So thanks. And let's get back to normal number because we should be at t- uh, episode 250 next. Isn't that crazy? AK Pads All Your Audacity, episode 250 coming up. And it's probably, I'm probably going to do a recap episode. And then I'm going to do Terminator. So Terminator will be episode 251. Let's do this. I'll talk to you later.